it. You're listening to the Turnout Podcast with Brooke and Alyssa. This is a podcast where we share experiences submitted by family and friends about how things have turned out for them in unexpected ways. Enjoy this week's episode. So I was listening to the office ladies and they said, this is a, a few weeks ago. So this was a while ago. And they were like, yeah, so we uh, recorded for like 30 minutes, great introduction, and then we realized that we forgot to hit record. So we're just going to start straight, you know, from the beginning. So anyways, did you hear that? That is so bad. (laughs) I know, seriously. But guys, this is actually what happened to Alyssa and I just now. We recorded and then we realized that we didn't put our AirPods in. Luckily, we were just like maybe a minute in, but Brooke saved us. And was like, we forgot our AirPods. (laughs) It's teamwork, girl. Wow, we would be doomed. (laughs) We'd have been doomed. Like, just (laughs) give up. It's fine. (laughs) Anyways, welcome, guys, to the Turnout Podcast. Another week. Another episode. Another time spent with Brooke and Alyssa. (laughs) Another experience. (gasps) Another tender mercy. (laughs) Another... Fun time. <laughs> Alyssa, I, I don't... How about you let me win and I see the last one and then I just win. <laughs> just okay. Kidding. You have to say one I'm more just, then. I'm just kidding. I have nothing. I got nothing. She's All right, got guys. nothing. That's I okay. got nothing. That's okay. Um, so let's just begin with these amazing turnout stories. You texted me today and you said you had one. I'm pumped. I have one. Ooh, a baby. <laughs> so okay. here's how it goes. I'm excited. I have been very, very extremely stressed because, sorry, it's another Jackson one, but he is turning 18 months in two days, which means nursery. And so that is the scariest thing ever because first of all, Jack's, okay, so we happen to be starting to our church next, this next Sunday. I was like, seriously, he's turning 18 months the Sunday that we start having nursery again. And I just don't feel like he is ready at all. Like we cannot leave him with strangers. He like freaks out if he like, uh-huh. if somebody he doesn't know is talking to him, like he it's just so does sad. not do very well. And I think it's because of COVID, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't really blame him because he's not very socialized. <laughs> so I was so stressed because I'm in primary and Christian has a calling too. So I'm like, okay, where is Jackson going to go? I am so scared to put him in nursery because I don't know the leaders. It's kind of a new ward. And I was just like, I just don't feel like he's going to do well. I feel like he's going to be miserable and he's just going to cry the whole time. And that makes me so sad to think. So I was mm-hmm. stressing. I was like, what are we going to do? So this Sunday, Christian gets a phone call from the bishopric and they say, that he's called to the nursery what? along with his other calling. So now oh. <laughs> he's going to be in nursery with Jackson. And literally it was a prayer answered because I was so nervous. And Aww. so miracles happen and Jackson's going to be so happy in there now. I'm Aww. so excited. And the thing, the thing was that he is the youngest by a lot. Like there's 11 kids in the nursery and all the other kids are two. Oh my gosh. I was okay. stressed. I was stressed. So anyways, it's going to be fine. 
he's going to have his dad in nursery with him and everything will be great. So there's that my is big, a big crazy turnout. story. I know. That it worked out like that. I know. And also poor Christian because he has two callings. I, I mean, <laughs> how blessed is Christian? What a blessing. He, more know. blessings will come so, to him. So blessed. So happy for Christian. I will so, say that I, I served in nursery for a little bit after my mission, and it was my favorite thing ever. Because the kids are so funny. They just make you laugh the whole time. So I think he's going to yeah. love it. They're both going to yeah. love it. So I'm so happy. Yay. <sighs> Weight off my shoulder. Girl, Anyways, Brooke. yay. Also, never apologize. I love these stories. Please. Okay, tell the Jackson good. story all the time. Every week. Okay. Okay. I, I always <laughs> want to hear about the Gucci. Um, so, <laughs> guys, um, recording part one and part two of those dating episodes were phenomenal. Game changers. Love them. Intense. I learned a lot. <clears throat> and... <laughs> Some of these guys that I'm dating, going on dates with, are listening to <laughs> these episodes. Yeah. How does that feel? Listen to me, guys. Um, <laughs> it's really easy to be preachy. Like, oh my gosh, guys, this doesn't matter. Pet peeves, yada, yada, yada. And then here I am. I'm like, <laughs> it takes it takes a bit to change, you know? Yes. Anyways. It's a lot of pressure knowing pressure. that the guys know the information that you know. And they're like, look, now you have to give me at least Three five chances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure, Brooke. And, you know, I do feel for you because, like I was telling you, I'm kind of consequence free here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, my gosh, I'm dying. Yeah, it's so Ooh. funny. But the thing is, though, it really the turnout is, though is that I have learned so much and my dating because of like listening to, cause also there's another episode. Um, it's such a bad, uh, podcast title, but it's sex with Emily. I've never listened to a, like podcast, her podcast, but mm-hmm. Logan Yuri, she, <laughs> um, goes on there and says the same thing about her book. And I actually kind of liked it and preferred it versus like next episode just because it's like two girls talking and she shared different insights so I also recommend that one but point of the story is where I'm going with this is I really enjoyed those two podcasts it helped me so much and I can see how dating is different for me so that's I feel like this is the turnout because as I'm going on dates like I actually am like writing down things that I liked about each guy and it's just anyways it's a turn did you hear that boys she's taking notes I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) But that is so good. I'm so glad that it's yeah. been helping you. Yeah. You're awesome. So, oh, you're awesome. <laughs> what? <Our> turnouts, guys. <laughs> it just, yeah, it just, I just feel like that was a turnout just for me because it's like, okay, this is kind of awkward that people aren't like listening. <laughs> well, I would want them to listen. I was, ho- I was more of going, I wanted to share information and now it's like, right. oh, I didn't know this one might like actually like yes. come back to me. <laughs> yes, way. totally. But it's just though I think it was a turnout just because I've learned so much yeah I'm applying it in my life so the turnout podcast is a turnout okay yes mm-hmm. I I believe so me too <laughs> done and done Love it. um guys we have an article that my mom sent me it's called houseplants and answered prayers by David Dixon it's in the church magazine um and you can find this on the LDS app 
anyways, my mom sent it to me because it talks about plants and I'm a plant lover. I, I think I have a highlight. You're a plant on, mother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we do. We do have a highlight. Yeah. So you can look at all my plants. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure like three have passed away since. Oh, <gasps> It's actually so, so sad. I overwatered one of them. Oh, and then no. one of them I didn't water enough. You know, the How thing is it's so know? hard is that each plant is so different. And they don't tell you when you they need to be watered. Okay. So I like they that. Don't. They don't. They can't say, Mom, I'm thirsty. Know? Yeah. Okay. They just are. They just are. <laughs> Anyways. So. So David, who wrote this article, he um, was saying that he was so sad because his plant was dying. And um, so he just had this feeling to pray. And he was like, pray over a plant. Um, but he did. And as he prayed, he had the distinct impression that a little bit of knowledge would go a long way. So he did some research. And then um, he says, my life has been a lot greener ever since. Along the way, I've learned plenty of spiritual parallels to plant care to help me in other areas of my life. So there's um, four things that he learned. So we're going to discuss each one. The first lesson that we can learn from plants is one plant and one thing at a time. This is the cutest little thought. I love it. So it talks about how plants clean the air, they consume carbon dioxide, and they provide oxygen. They brighten a room, they provide inexpensive decorating options, and all of the things. So he kind of talks about how um, even though certain things about like carbon footprints, energy needs, pollution, limited natural resources, like all these issues of the environment are seem so big and overwhelming we can feel like, okay, what can I do to help? Like, (laughs) this is kind of a big problem for just me to do. Like, what is something that I could do that would make any difference at all? So he said that the world can always use one more plant. So there's at least one small step just about anybody can take, and that's caring for a house plant. Because like we mentioned before, they clean the air, they consume carbon dioxide, all of those amazing things. So parallel to that lesson is that it can also often be overwhelming to contemplate all the responsibilities of life he says however here too is something basic that everyone can try in your daily prayers ask god for help and guidance for that very day don't try to solve your whole life's journey in one go but just pray for daily inspiration and guidance each morning and i thought that was so cute Um, Sister Eubank has a quote and she says, sometimes I'm so pressed with everything I have to do that I often don't know what the priority is. I have started asking the Lord every morning, what is one thing you want me to do today? I'm a maximizer and I tend to think if one thing is good, then five are better and 10 are best, then I'm overwhelmed. So I've calculated if I do one thing that comes through inspiration, 365 times per year for 50 years that will be a total of 18,250 things that the Lord wanted done he has counted on me 18,250 times and I have tried to respond that is no small thing so I love that so just like plants are just something so small and simple to take care of the bigger problem asking Heavenly Father what's something we can do each day really adds up and you know, goes towards solving the bigger 
things in life. So I just thought that was the cutest thing ever. I love it. Me too. Okay, the next one is water with wisdom. And so like I mentioned earlier with my house plants, <laughs> they can be <laughs> tricky. Like underwatering will kill your house plants, overwatering will, um, and then some plants need much less water than others. So this is the research that he did. Um, he learned that many plants don't respond well to chemicals often found in tap water, particularly chlorine. That is what was killing off his plant. One poisonous sip at a time. I learned in my research to allow tap water to sit for 24 hours before using it. This allows the chlorine to escape the water. That one trick, along with cutting back on the amount of water, turned his houseplant health around. So, guys, fun fact. And I've been doing that. I fill up like a a little water bottle thing, and then I just let it sit out, and then I water my plants. That's amazing. So, So other plant mothers out there, I hope this will help you and your babies. (laughs) I love that. Um, So the parallel with this um, is similarly um, and with much higher stakes than a houseplant, the people we want to help grow and thrive each have their individual needs. Um, Relief Society General President um, Sister Jean B. Bingham, she says, true ministering is accomplished one by one with love as the motivation. Part of that one-by-one ministering involves learning the individual needs of each person so that you can better meet those needs. The next thing is spiritual photosynthesis. So he talks about how if you want to kill a plant, put it in a dark room. And just like plants, our spiritual selves have a lot in common with them because we also need light. So Elder Mark A. Bragg of the 70 taught we are children of God receiving light continuing in God and receiving more light are what we are created to do seeking the light is in our spiritual DNA we need light so that's the kind of you know spiritual nourishment that we can get from the scriptures from praying from reading talks just anything that brings light into our lives will feed our souls just like light feeds plants okay the last one is the power of prayer and he says this experience helped me to learn even more deeply that god is involved in the details of our lives for me one main lesson i take away is this i should always follow a prompting to pray even if it seems too small a matter you never know what might grow from it i really liked this talk this lesson and i because i love house plants and i can relate through that I learned a lot, but also I love that he just found like related also to the gospel and, and it's really cool that I feel like anything you can relate to the gospel and that he was like in tune to actually do that (laughs) and to be like, how can I learn from this experience? Anyway. Totally. And it reminds me of when, I mean, as long as I can remember, whenever we went on a family trip, my dad would have us pick an experience or something that we learned on the trip and apply it to like something spiritual and so like I like went rock climbing and had like a super like bad experience like my helmet fell off and the the little things that you grab onto were so hot because it was literally on the top of a cruise ship and so like I related that to like life's journey and like things that you need to be more prepared and things like that so I think that there's just tons of things that happen you know, even on 
a regular day that we can relate it to the gospel. And I really love that he did that here. And I think that that can be something that really helps us progress spiritually if we're like looking for things to learn and grow from in our daily lives because Heavenly Father created this life for us to learn that way. So it's cool that we get to learn through his creations like plants and things like that. So I just think that's really awesome. That's super cool that your dad... Like, that's such a good way to, like, teach your kids to relate life to the gospel. And I think also about just, like, the turnout. The turnout's helped me relate to, like, hey, like, a hard experience. How can I relate this to the gospel? How can I trust God in this moment? How can I just, like, take everything that I'm worried about and just be like, hey, God, I just trust you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, this guy, his plant survived. After he did the research, he learned that chlorine was bad Yeah, for his plant. So his little house plant that he was so worried about survived. It turned out. It worked out. (laughs) Thank goodness. Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we hope you guys enjoyed this story. um, And we hope you guys have a great week. Yes. Just a little. Find the parallels. Yeah. Just find the little things. Perfect. Yes. We, um, We will see you next week. Yes. Next week, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.